Shalom. Welcome back to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read through the whole Bible every year. We follow the weekly Torah portions and we read daily from the prophets, the writings, and the apostles as well. I am Johanna, your reader today. Today is Tuesday, the 13th of June, and on the Hebrew calendar, the 24th of Sivan. This week, our parasha, that is our portion from the Torah, is called Shlach, which means send. And today we're going to start in Bamidbar in Numbers 14, verses 8 through 25. Before we get into our readings, let's take a minute first, as we do at the beginning of every episode, to bless God and to thank Him for giving us His Word. Today, I'll read the blessing for you in Hebrew. This blessing is found at the beginning of the Daily Bread Journal, and if you have that, I encourage you to follow along with me. Baruch atah Adonai Eloheinu melech haolam, asher noten Torah emet uvsurat Yeshua le'amo Yisrael u'lechol ha'amim al yedei b'no Yeshua ha'mashiach Adonainu. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. If the Lord delights in us, then he will bring us into this land and give it to us, a land which flows with milk and honey, only do not rebel against the Lord. Neither fear the people of the land, for they are bread for us. Their defense is removed from over them, and the Lord is with us. Do not fear them. But all the congregation threatened to stone them with stones. Then the glory of the Lord appeared in the tent of meeting to all the sons of Israel. And the Lord said to Moshe, how long will this people despise me, and how long will they not believe in me for all the signs which I have worked among them? I will strike them with the pestilence and disinherit them, and I will make of you a nation greater and mightier than they. Moshe said to the Lord, Then the Egyptians will hear it, for you brought up this people in your might from among them. They will tell it to the inhabitants of this land. They have heard that you, Lord, are among this people. For you, Lord, are seen face to face, and your cloud stands over them, and you go before them in a pillar of cloud by day and in a pillar of fire by night. Now if you kill this people as one man... Then the nations which have heard the fame of you will speak, saying, Because the Lord was not able to bring this people into the land which he swore to them, therefore he has slain them in the wilderness. Now please let the power of the Lord be great, according as you have spoken, saying, The Lord is slow to anger and abundant in loving kindness, forgiving iniquity and transgression. 
and he will by no means clear the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children, on the third and on the fourth generation. Please pardon the iniquity of this people according to the greatness of your loving kindness, and just as you have forgiven this people from Egypt even until now. The Lord said, I have pardoned according to your word, but in very deed as I live, and as all the earth shall be filled with the glory of the Lord, because all those men who have seen my glory and my signs which I worked in Egypt and in the wilderness, yet have tempted me these ten times, and have not listened to my voice, surely they shall not see the land which I swore to their fathers, neither shall any of those who despised me see it. But my servant Kalev, because he had another spirit with him, and has followed me fully, him I will bring into the land into which he went, and his offspring shall possess it. Since the Amalekite and the Canaanite dwell in the valley, tomorrow turn and go into the wilderness by the way to the Reed Sea. That was Numbers 14, 8 through 25. Today's portion from the prophets is Yirmiyahu, that's Jeremiah 34. The word which came to Yirmiyahu from the Lord when Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babel, with all his army, all the kingdoms of the earth that were under his dominion, and all the peoples were fighting against Jerusalem and all its cities, saying, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. Go and speak to Tzidkiyahu, king of Yehudah, and tell him, This is what the Lord says. Behold, I will give this city into the hand of the king of Babel, and he will burn it with fire. You will not escape out of his hand, but will surely be taken and delivered into his hand. Your eyes will see the eyes of the king of Babel, and he will speak with you mouth to mouth, and you will go to Babel. Yet hear the word of the Lord, O Tzidkiyahu, king of Yehuda. The Lord says concerning you, You will not die by the sword, you will die in Shalom. And with the burnings of your fathers, the former kings who were before you, so they will make a burning for you. They will lament for you, saying, Ah, Master, for I have spoken the word, says the Lord. Then Yirmiyahu the prophet spoke all these words to Tzidkiyahu, king of Yehudah, in Yerushalayim. When the king of Babel's army was fighting against Yerushalayim and against all the cities of Yehudah that were left, against Lachish and against Azekah, for these alone remained of the cities of Yehudah as fortified cities. This is the word that came to Yirmiyahu from the Lord, after King Tzidkiyahu had made a covenant with all the people who were at Yerushalayim, to proclaim liberty to them, that every man should set free his male servant, and every man his female servant, a Hebrew man or a Hebrew woman, that no one should keep a Jewish brother in bondage. All the princes and all the people obeyed 
who had entered into the covenant that everyone should let his male servant and everyone his female servant go free, that no one should make bondservants of them any more. They obeyed and let them go. But afterwards they turned and caused the servants and the handmaids whom they had let go free to return and brought them into subjection for servants and for handmaids. Therefore the word of the Lord came to Yahu from the Lord, saying, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says, I made a covenant with your fathers in the day that I brought them out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage, saying, At the end of seven years, Every man of you shall release his brother who is a Hebrew, who has been sold to you and has served you six years. You shall let him go free from you. But your fathers did not listen to me and did not incline their ear. You had now turned and had done that which was right in my eyes, and every man proclaiming liberty to his neighbor." You had made a covenant before me in the house which is called by my name. But you turned and profaned my name, and every man caused his servant and every man his handmaid, whom you had let go free at their pleasure, to return. And you brought them into subjection to be to you for servants and for handmaids. Therefore, this is what the Lord says, You have not listened to me to proclaim liberty every man to his brother and every man to his neighbor. Behold, I proclaim to you a liberty, says the Lord, to the sword, to the pestilence, and to the famine. And I will make you be tossed back and forth among the kingdoms of the earth. I will give the men who have transgressed my covenant, who have not performed the words of the covenant which they made before me, when they cut the calf in two and passed between the, its parts, the princes of Yehuda, the princes of Yerushalayim, the eunuchs, the Kohanim, and all the people of the land who passed between the parts of the calf. I will even give them into the hand of their enemies and into the hand of those who seek their life. Their dead bodies will be food for the birds of the sky and for the animals of the earth. And I will give Zidkiahu, king of Yehuda, and his princes into the hands of their enemies, into the hands of those who seek their life, and into the hands of the king of Babel's army, who has gone away from you. Behold, I will command, says the Lord, and cause them to return to this city, and they will fight against it, take it, and burn it with fire. And I will make the cities of Yehuda a desolation, without inhabitants. That was Yehemiahu or Jeremiah 34. Today's portion from the writings is Daniel 10. And in this chapter, I will be using the Hebrew names as we try to do by popular request. Uh, but there's one that's a bit unusual. So when the English Bible says Cyrus, his name in Hebrew is Koresh. But Koresh is um, King Cyrus. In the third year 
of Koresh, king of Paras, a thing was revealed to Daniel, whose name was called Belteshazzar, and the thing was true, but for a long time off. He understood the thing and had understanding of the vision. In those days, I, Daniel, was mourning three whole weeks. I ate no pleasant bread, nor did meat or wine come into my mouth, nor did I anoint myself at all until three whole weeks were fulfilled. In the twenty-fourth day of the first month, as I was by the side of the great river, which is Hidekel, I lifted up my eyes and looked, and behold, there was a man clothed in linen, whose thighs were adorned with pure gold of Ufaz. His body also was like the barrel, and his, pl- and his face as the appearance of lightning, and his eyes as flaming torches. His arms and his feet were like burnished bronze, and the voice of his words was like the voice of a multitude. And I, Daniel, alone saw the vision, for the men who were with me did not see the vision, but a great quaking fell on them, and they fled to hide themselves. So I was left alone and saw this great vision. No strength remained in me, for my face grew deathly pale, and I retained no strength. Yet I heard the voice of his words, and as I heard the voice of his words, I fell into a deep sleep on my face, with my face to the ground. Behold, a hand touched me, which set me on my knees and on the palms of my hands. And he said to me, Daniel, you greatly beloved man, understand the words that I speak to you and stand upright, for I have been sent to you now. When he had spoken this word to me, I stood trembling. Then he said to me, Do not be afraid, Daniel, for from the first day that you set your heart to understand, and to humble yourself before your God, your words were heard. I have come for your word's sake. But the prince of the kingdom of Paras withstood me twenty-one days, and behold, Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me, because I remained there with the king of Paras. Now I have come to make you understand what will happen to your people in the end of days." for the vision is yet for many days. When he had spoken these words to me, I set my face toward the ground and was mute. Behold, one in the likeness of the sons of men touched my lips. Then I opened my mouth and spoke and said to him who stood before me, My Lord, by reason of the vision my sorrows have overtaken me, and I retain no strength. For how can the servant of this my Lord talk with this my Lord? For as for me, immediately there remained no strength in me, and there was no breath left in me. Then one like the appearance of a man touched me again, and he strengthened me, and he said, Greatly beloved man, do not be afraid. Shalom to you. Be strong, yes, be strong. When he spoke to me, I was strengthened and said, Let my Lord speak, for you have strengthened me. Then he said, Do you know why I have come to you? 
Now I will return to fight with the prince of Paras. When I go out, behold, the prince of Greece will come. But I will tell you that which is inscribed in the writing of truth. There is no one who holds with me against these, but Michael, your prince. That was Daniel, chapter 10. Our final portion for today, our portion from the Apostles, is 1 Corinthians 15, verses 29 through 58. Otherwise, what will they do who are immersed for the dead? If the dead are not raised at all, why then are they immersed for the dead? And why do we also stand in jeopardy every hour? I affirm, by the boasting in you which I have in Messiah Yeshua our Lord, I die daily. If I fought with animals at Ephesus for human purposes, what does it profit me? If the dead are not raised, then let us eat and drink, for tomorrow we die. Do not be deceived. Evil companionships corrupt good morals. Wake up righteously, and do not sin. For some have no knowledge of God. I say this to your shame. But someone will say, How are the dead raised, and with what kind of body do they come? You foolish one, that which you yourself sow is not made alive unless it dies. And that which you sow, you do not sow the body that will be, but a bare grain, maybe of wheat or of some other kind. But God gives it a body even as it pleases him, and to each seed a body of its own. All flesh is not the same flesh, but there is one flesh of men another flesh of animals, another of fish, and another of birds. There are also celestial bodies and terrestrial bodies. But the glory of the celestial bodies differs from that of the terrestrial. There is one glory of the sun, another glory of the moon, and another glory of the stars. For one star differs from another star in glory. So also is the resurrection of the dead. The body is sown, perishable. It is raised, imperishable. It is sown in dishonor. It is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness. It is raised in power. It is sown a natural body. It is raised a spiritual body. There is a natural body and there is also a spiritual body. So also it is written, The first man, Adam, became a living soul. The last Adam became a life-giving spirit. However, that which is spiritual is not first, but that which is natural, then that which is spiritual. The first man is of the earth, made of dust. The second man is the Lord from heaven. As is the one made of dust, such are those who are also made of dust. And as is the heavenly, such are they also that are heavenly. And just as we have borne the image of the man of dust, let us also bear the image of the heavenly. Now I say this, brothers, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, neither does the perishable inherit imperishable. Behold, 
I tell you a mystery. We will not all sleep, but we will all be changed. In a moment in the twinkling of an eye at the last shofar. For the shofar will sound and the dead will be raised, incorruptible, and we will be changed. For this perishable body must become imperishable, and this mortal must put on immortality. So when this perishable body will have become imperishable, and this mortal will have put on immortality, then what is written will happen. Death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is your sting? O Sheol, where is your victory? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the Torah. But thanks be to God, who gives us the victory through our Lord Yeshua the Messiah. Therefore, my beloved brothers, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, because you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. That was 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 29 through 58. If you are reading through the Apostles twice in this year's cycle, you'll be reading Mark 16 today also. I just want to take a minute to say that I appreciate all of our listeners. If you're new to the podcast, welcome, and I hope it will be a blessing to you as we read through the Bible this year together. And if you're a patron and you support this podcast financially, thank you. From the bottom of my heart, we appreciate you so much. And uh, we really, it keeps us going, so thank you so much. If you are interested in looking us up online, you can find us at um, dailybreadmoms.com. You can contact us there. You can find ways to donate. And, of course, just learn a little bit about our trip to Israel that's happening this coming Hanukkah. We'd love to see you here and to meet up with you in real life. That would be amazing. All right, well, that's it from me for today. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom and blessings from the mountains of Judea in Israel. Until next time.